What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Who lasts longer in Columbus, John Tortorella or Patrick Laine? They had a spat. Laine lift off an assistant coach reportedly and Torts benched him. Question is, who lasts longest? How about that? There will always be a market for Patrick Laine. And maybe he's not a good teammate and maybe he's lipping off coaches. I'm sorry, he'll be gone. John Tortorella will last longer than Patrick Laine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show. We roll, rock and roll, into hour two of Canada's daytime sports talk show. So how do you do, Canada, and Canadian sports fans around the world? J.B. Spisso joined us in hour one, mental strength coach, former U.S. Armed Forces Ranger from Las Vegas. Yep. This hour, the voice of the Edmonton football team, Morley Scott. I'm just going to jump right into stuff. Uh, guys, I was reading the text line yesterday, and a guy said, that explosion made me feel warm. Remember the that Jordan put on the screen? Yeah. Whoever does that, can we get it going again? I hear you guys. T- hey, what the heck? Yeah, more, oh. <laughs> more. These guys think that just because we're on national television, we need to be serious. When did, yeah. When did that start? Give me more. You got a flag? No. You got goats? As, as, I, as I roll, yes, sheep, whatever. Into the quick six show topics here. You guys, um, well, we, we're used to that one. Let's hit the quick six show topics first. Thank you. Um, we got a lot of things rolling, and, and it is day three of CFL free agency. And I asked the viewers, and I continue that because we feel we are the CFL's show, grade your team. There has not been anybody got worse than a B from any team across the CFL. Do we start handing out grades? <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting on you, BC Lions fans. Wiki wiki. Are you up yet? I haven't think we've heard from BC Lions fans. And they were really promoting us on Telus Optic TV out there the other day, Lions fans. Maybe they don't want to say. How about that? How about that? Here's your update. Wednesday was another busy day in CFL free agency for Montreal Alouette's GM, Danny Machocha. The Al signed five players, all of them from Quebec. Long snapper Pierre-Luc Caron, linebacker Alexander Chevrier, receiver Regis Sibasu, defensive back Kerfala Igzume, and offensive lineman Jason Lozon-Seguin. Hamilton Tiger Cats re-signing Canadian receiver Brian Jones, 
Kenny Shaw heading back to Edmonton, signing with the football club. Veteran punter John Ryan signed officially with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He was the team's nod for most outstanding special teams player in 2019 and a West Division All-Star. And the Ottawa Red Blacks signing Canadian receiver Daniel Peterman, reuniting him with their head coach, Paul Lapolis. They were together for two years in Winnipeg. Craig Campbell watching downtown Toronto. From the Hockey Hall of Fame, he says the Argos upgraded throughout their roster. However, the quarterback position is still in doubt. A, if that position is competent. B, at best. It's completely wrong. It's like handing out grades on the second day of school. Mm -hmm. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but we can do whatever we want. Jeff in the zone, watching on YouTube, he says, Sup? Rod and Darren, do you guys think the Raptors will beat the Celtics tonight? Yes, I do. And if they do, they'll be 500. Darren, did you know that? The Raptors? They're back. Canada's team is back. They're back. Thank you, Jeff, in the zone. Tell all your friends you're watching on YouTube daily. Let's get those numbers up. So we're taking grades for your CFL team. And I've said um, I've said A for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's my team. Point two. The Maple Leafs beating the Habs last night 4-2. I'm not getting into the leftovers, the NHL leftovers today for Tupperware. We're focusing on one game. Toronto beating Montreal 4-2 last night. It, you know, there wasn't as much hype, Darren, as I thought there would be. So last night, Mrs. P and I were having supper. She's got it on uh, the masked singer or something that I'm not down with. Okay. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we got, I, for, for, I forgot, Leafs Habs is on. And she was okay with it. I switched it over, and she's like, what's so big about this game? I said, it's the game of the year until tomorrow. And she said, what's tomorrow? I said, I don't know, whatever the next game of the year will be. <laughs> it's today's game of the year, Montreal, Toronto. And the Leafs won 4-2, and they broke it open in the third period with a couple of bang-bang goals back-to-back against Carey Price, and Toronto is scary. Now, somehow or another, you missed the hit. Did you find it? No, I was He's, trying to look through the highlights. It he wasn't probably went to the bathroom or something. Yeah. But I said Shea Weber's hit on Jonathan Tavares was dirty. And what happened was he did get his legs taken out, Tavares. He went down on top of – sorry, Weber got his legs taken out. He went down on top of Tavares and just kind of whacked his face into the ice. And I'm like, ooh, that's going to hurt. And then they showed him at the bench, and he's bleeding. Yeah. Like almost that had broken nose. And – I got Habs fans writing me saying, what are you talking about? It was bang, bang, play. Couldn't help it. I got other Habs fans writing me saying, can you blame them? Maybe it was on purpose. Look at all the headshots Canadiens players have taken the last few weeks, and it's been unpenalized. So it's Leafs-Habs. It can't be a Stanley Cup uh, preview because they're in the same division, right? Right. But if that was the game of the year, I would say if I'm you, sign me up as a Leaf fan. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I mean, Montreal, Toronto, and let's understand, I'm 34. Montreal, Toronto is not a rivalry in the NHL. It's not, right? At least it hasn't been for my entire life, right? At least my hockey watching life, which started in the early 90s. Um, It's just not, you know, it's been Ottawa. It's been Boston. Those have been the rivals of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's not even close how much further ahead in terms of rivalry that is than Montreal. But this is bringing it back. This is bringing it back. And if they get a playoff series, 
ho ho, I'll get, start to understand what my dad grew up with as a you know Toronto Montreal rivalry. And file that for a second, okay? Playoffs. We're going to come back on that. Point three is the Buccaneers team party last night, and it's brought about our poll question today, or I guess it was during the day. Was the Bucks boat party too much? Was it overboard? Or was it legendary? Where they were throwing the Lombardi trophy back and forth from boat to boat in Tampa Bay. 75% of you on Facebook, sorry, 75% on Twitter saying it was legendary. 68% on Facebook saying it was legendary. Yeah, you had sober drivers. The Buccaneers were all plowed, but it's their team party. Let them have some fun. I have absolutely no problem with it whatsoever. The first thing I thought of was, how many Karens out there are going to be saying, oh, they're mistreating the trophy. Oh, that's so inappropriate. But we remember, right, what Phil Pritchard, the keeper of the Stanley Cup, told us? Each team gets a Lombardi trophy every year to keep. It's theirs. Now, if they were throwing the Stanley Cup from boat to boat, we'd probably have a problem. Yes. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers own that trophy now. And last I checked, he who owns the gold makes the rules, right? They can do whatever they want. So I will sum uh, a summate what I said an hour ago on this. When you win a championship, you can do whatever you want for 24 hours within reason. Yeah. I don't think they were breaking any laws at all. No. Tom Brady got mangled. He was drunk tweeting. Not a good idea. I mean, he wasn't serious. You know that, right? Of, of course. That was him. It was on purpose, right? That tweet was, he crafted that just perfectly for that. Do you think he was as liquored as it looked when they were helping him off the boat? Oh, yeah. And he probably only had three margaritas. <laughs> That's the thing. He probably only had three, right? Go to Tom Brady's Twitter and just see what he tweeted yesterday. Nothing oh. to see her Spelt it all wrong. Capitals, small letters. Like, it takes a highly sober person to craft that tweet, by the way. You know, um, it was great. The social distancing thing, that's what people are going to draw into, right? But that's why they're in the water. What the fans are doing on the, on the, on the, on the land, that's okay. You know, you got to do your thing. But these teammates are in their own group. That's their own family. So I have no problem with them on the boats interacting and everything else. We know the team doesn't have COVID, so let them do their thing. And that's why you separated them from the fans, right? And you weren't in the streets. Well, you were some, on the boat. Somebody said to me, it doesn't look like there's social distancing on those boats. And I said, they, they, it's Florida. Yeah, They have chosen not to participate in the pandemic in Florida. Point four, BC's Dr. Bonnie Henry was quoted yesterday and actually several times that she would like to work with the Western Hockey League on a return to play. That sounds good at the surface. But yesterday she was quoted as, as saying, yeah, I want to see them return to play when the disease doctors say it's okay, which sounds to me like that's not her specialty. I'm not sure what her expertise is in the medical field, but she's basically saying when the people whose field they are the experts in and that has to do with the virus. Say it's okay, then we're good. Doesn't look good for the BC division unless I've misread it. Point five, the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. I got to say this again. I was on it yesterday. It was an hour-long podcast. I can't believe how popular these girls are. Shannon in Washington, D.C., Megan in Los Angeles, California. We came on and we talked for an hour about all kinds of NHL things. And I don't even know where to start. But Megan, 
She's the one in L.A. figured this one out. What's going to happen when all these teams that have missed all these games, New Jersey Devils have missed the most, say they don't even play 40 games when everybody else gets to 56, but they have a winning percentage that would qualify them for the playoffs. What are they going to do then? That was her point. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. You got to think the NHL teams are saying the same thing. And if they say, hey, New Jersey, you haven't played 40 games, so you don't qualify for the playoffs. Doesn't matter that you're above 500. They'll go, "Um, show us where in your protocol handbook that it says that we don't make the playoffs because we didn't play enough games. If it's not in there. Right. Did they think about this? Well, and then do you get the college football situation, right? Where you got, you know, teams like Ohio State didn't play as many games as other teams. Right. Keep the winning percentage up. Right. And stay in the in the conversation for the college football playoff. Right. And you kind of say, well, we got a a covid warning here. We're not going to play these games. It's got a tough schedule coming up, but we got a covid. Right. And we're just going to keep everybody safe. We're not going to play Alabama. We're not going to play. Not that, you know, Mm -hmm. you'd start looking at that and you think, man, our winning percentage puts us in the playoffs right now. Guys, let's not play. Right. Let's uh, let's 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 cite safety here. You might get a little bit of that. It'll be interesting. The girls were asking all the hard questions. Did you watch some of it? Yeah. Okay, it, was, it was really good. Yeah. And, so. I, and I said to them, by the way, did you notice I said, I have three daughters. I speak your language. I speak girl. Yeah. Most guys would come on here and be nervous. I'm not. It was right. a good hockey chat. Again, Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. And I did say, how did you find me? And Shannon in Washington says, she says, I don't know, I found your show somehow. We already got a live guest when we do our show from the Super Bowl in L.A. next year. No, Megan's going to be gone. Oh, okay. She's going back to New Jersey. And we're not going there for a sports trip. <sighs> Caesar says uh, they said they would play all 56 games. Maybe they did, Caesar. But, but what did Brian Burke say the other day? What happens if they can't get all these games in? It's a condensed schedule to begin with. The Devils haven't played in a couple of weeks. Where are you going to make this up? You're not playing double headers in hockey. No. So, yeah, the what-if game isn't a game that I like to play. I don't like to play it. But in the sports talk world, sports talk, a cornerstone of sports talk is what-if. Big time. We spent hours talking about this kind of stuff. So anyways, give them a follow. Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. From Gary in Winnipeg, nice total on the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50. Great organization. I just noticed it went over 100,000. Ding, 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 ding. Nobody Mm -hmm. told me. Big milestone. Thank you, Saskatchewan and Saskatchewan expatriates for helping out the Kinsman Foundation. I'll read more on that later. Brian Eitenauer says, hey, Rod, lots of good players left. Do you think O'Day's done, or should we expect more? We are the CFL show. It's a good question about CFL free agency. Are the Riders done? Probably, but you'd have to look at their their, uh, balance sheet, if you will, Mm -hmm. or their bank account, and you tell me. I think this is not the year to do what Enoch Mwamba's doing or Ricky Collins is doing, holding out. It did not work well for Darrell Mitchell or Darrell Walker. I always get the two mixed up. Yeah, Mookie. So I always (laughs) problem with age there. Are the riders done? What do they need? Who's out there? Cameron Judge has told the riders he won't be back for whatever his own reasons are. Are they done? Probably not. But we're in this now third phase of CFL free agency, which quite frankly tends to linger on for a long time. I remember... 
a few years ago when Getzlaff waited months and eventually signed with Edmonton. And Chad Owens, same thing. The guys that are left around at this time of date are either looking for too much money or they are too old or both. You know, the insurance policy signings. I think that's kind of where we're getting to now. Uh, (laughs) Point six, we do have a brand new partner on this program. It's called Manscaped, and we thank them for coming to us. What should I say? It's landscaping for men below the waist. I think women could try it if they wanted, but it's supposed to be for men. It's called Manscaped for a reason. So I'll say what I said an hour ago, folks. They sent us a promo package. I used it. Gentlemen, we've been doing it wrong until now. And I said it an hour ago. We've been using, I've been using facial razor, a bigger razor with a long electrical cord. No, 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 no. That's wrong. Those weren't made for below the waist. This thing has headlights on it. What more do you need to know? I know. I'm trying to think of why the headlights, where that comes into play. It's got headlights. It's got 90 minutes of battery time. They got all kinds of anti-chafing lotions and creams, and you feel like a king. Manscaped is where it's at. They need to send us another one. We've been. We, they need to send us a few more. They need to send us a few more. So because our guys weren't real interested in sharing <laughs> the weed whacker. Yeah, no, I'm a hard no on on sharing. But uh, if they send another one, I can't wait. Just before we break and bring in my good man Morley Scott, the voice of the Edmonton football team. Couple questions about kickers. And they're asking about Brett Lowther and why he hasn't signed yet. Listen, I know Brett real well. He's been in here. We've done events together. Here's Brett's thing. Him and Medlock are the two big-name free agents that are available right now. I think there's more teams than there are kickers. He realizes that his stock is high. He's told me he wants to wait for an NFL tryout. As a matter of fact, the direct quote to me was, Hey, if I don't get an NFL tryout in 2020, I'm going to work towards one in 2021. If he locks down with a CFL team now, even if it is just for one year, he is hurting his chance. He's gambling, folks. I don't know about Medlock's D-Live and talk to him, but Brett Lowther's gambling on the NFL. He's in the prime of his career. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. This is why he hasn't signed yet. It is in no way... Any offense to the Riders or any CFL team, but he really wants to sign in the NFL. One NFL deal is life-changing for these players, right, in a short career. That's all with Brett. At least that's the last I talked to him. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the NFL. I want to mention our rock star of the day yesterday was John Murphy, just so you know. Okay. Let's see that guitar again, gents. Rock star of the day. Oh. There you go. And you came up on the other side. Just saying, John Murphy, rock star of the day, hats in the mail to New Orleans. We're going to the city of champions next. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Dupes, what do you use to shave your nuts? <laughs> Uh, not Manscaped. We only got delivered one. <laughs> we just got, we only got one. I will be using Manscaped shortly, and I hope to live to tell the tale. But I think it's going to be good. They're saying this is better than what we have been using before. If you get the review, then maybe I'll pick one up after. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. I got to say, these guys are talking a big game. I was going to say, how long has it been since you took care of things? Uh, not that long, but uh, you're going to learn more. 20% off now with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, welcome back, everybody. We got Morley Scott on the line. Just the Manscaped really has people going. And Ricky Regina, Ricky Kazama from Ballers writes in and he says, please don't share videos of Frenzy using Manscaped. It's lunchtime, Ricky. <clears throat> Anyways, we're asking teams to gra- sorry fans to grade their team's free agency. We're only into day three, but let's bring in Edmonton's play-by-play voice, Morley Scott. Now, lots to get to with Morley. It's been a while since he had a haircut, eh, Moore? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, been probably seven or eight months. Longest my hair's been in probably 30 years. Wow, you look a little like Doc from Back to the Future. Is that the look you're going for? I get that a lot. I get that a lot, actually. Yeah, so I'm kind of yeah. It's a it's a good look. I think it'll work. I'm going to keep it for a while, so I'm not I'm not in a hurry to go back to the uh, back to the barbershop. I got one just when they eased the restrictions back in the springtime a little bit. It really didn't enjoy all the plastic and all the uh, all the walls oh, up yeah. and everything. So uh, I'm working at home. I don't see anyone except my wife and my kids. So. Uh, I'll keep it the way it is for now. You're good. Yeah. Hey, before we get to free agency and all the changes that are going mm. on the field with Edmonton, sounds like you guys are having a heck of a lot of fun with the new name. And I got to say, I can't believe the attention it's gathered all around the continent for this new team name. What's the latest? Yeah, well, uh, they, they asked, of course, people to go to their website and rank the seven names that they put out. And I talked to someone at the, uh, at the office uh, earlier this week, and I was told that they had after two days. So on Tuesday, they had over thirty thousand people go to their website and uh, and rank the names and uh, put their favorite in and, and decide what they did like and what they didn't like. And and they were from mostly from Alberta and northern Alberta, but also from all over the world, all over Canada, as far away from Finland. Apparently, people are uh, are getting having their say on uh, on the new name for the Edmonton Football Club. So yeah, it's been a pretty big success. There's lots of discussion about it. Everyone uh, uh, likes names. A lot of people dislike names and and for different reasons. But uh, there's a name in there somewhere that they're going to come up with and use uh, moving forward. We'll get an announcement. Probably Probably in the spring. I think a lot of people are upset that they didn't use the name they sent in. So because of that, they don't like any of the names, you know, like I said in this name, they're not using it. So I don't like any of the names, uh, but uh, it's, it's going to work out. I think once everybody gets, uh, once they get back on the field and back playing, I think everybody will forget about the, the name drama and just move ahead under whatever the new moniker is going to be. I would think, but uh, 
Do you have a personal preference? I mean, I wish it would be Empire, but they say that's not going to be it. So now I'm on Elk. How about you? I like elk. I like eagles. I think uh, those are the the two ones, uh, the two that I like the best. I can I can live with any of them. I mean, it's just a name, right? Going forward, we'll we'll use whatever they pick. But uh, right now, I'm I'm on the eagles and I'm on the elk. The name I like best never made it to the final seven. That was uh, the Edmonton Express. Uh, I just think a team coming out of the tunnel to Crazy Train would have been great, uh, but uh, that one didn't make the final cut. So uh, uh, they'll move forward. Uh, but I, I, Eagles and Elk are the two I like the best. I'm, I'm, I was an Eagles guy, and now I'm kind of leaning more towards Elk after reading some comments from other people and what they think about the name Elk, too. I really like Elk, but if the team wins, nobody probably will care. And Tory Gurley, a few weeks ago on this show, he's very close friends with Trevor Harris, predicted Edmonton will is the is the leader to win the Grey Cup that's what he thinks how do you feel how do you how are you feeling about this team here in free agency and moving ahead really good as far as free agency day goes not that much I mean they they did sign three players but I think Brock Sundland did his work leading up to free agency day in in the weeks and months before free agency day hit and it all started on boxing day when they announced the restructuring of the contract for Trevor Harris and that allowed a little more money to get into the salary cap because Harris took a haircut and and then they started to sign guys. They, they signed Kwaku Boateng shortly after that. They were able to bring guys back. They went out and signed Darrell Walker, uh, and everyone figured, oh, well, Greg Ellingson's not coming back. And then they went out and signed Greg Ellingson. Uh, they've shored up the defense. Uh, you know, Jonathan Rose is going to be in to play on one corner. If he can return to the form he had before his injury, uh, that's a dynamite signing. They still got Jonathan Mincy, who they signed uh, a year ago at free agency. They re-signed him. So uh, the changes they need in the defensive backfield, I think, were made. Also, Aaron Grimes has, has joined the team again as well so uh, they made some real good moves i think uh before free agency even opened uh, derek dennis is in there as well on the offensive line so uh i think they're in a pretty good spot i, I like them as a team right now and then uh brock uh, sunderland i'm really impressed with him as a general manager i think he's made a lot of bold moves and a lot of moves that people are surprised about i mean going back to even getting scott milanovich regardless of how it worked out getting scott milanovich to leave the the nfl and come to the cfl to coach um although he never got on the field because of the pandemic uh, you know that's not brock's fault or scott's fault uh it didn't work out but man it was a good move uh, the, the reaction he had in free agency a couple of years ago when he knew he was going to lose mike riley he went up and, and got the next best available quarterback and built a pretty good team around him uh then he went out and got the, the coach he wanted anyway after uh, Milanovic left and then he, he kind of pulls another surprise on everybody by signing Terrell Walker out of the blue uh, a couple of weeks back and 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 then you know some other guys that had been kind of leftovers from the 2020 free agency class like like Derek Dennis uh, and then James Wilder Jr. like that came out of the blue yesterday nobody saw that coming at all his name wasn't out there at all and uh, he signs and, and I'll tell you this Rod uh, you were talking about Trevor Harris and and what he's meant to this club he reached out to James Wilder Jr. that's his signing he reached out he made the initial phone call and said, hey, what do you think about coming back? What do you think about playing in Edmonton? Here's what's good about playing in Edmonton. Here's what we think uh, of you. And he got him interested. And then Brock Sunderland uh, made the next call and got the contract done. That is wild. And that's my favorite signing so far. The viewers were asking me what it is, and that's it. Viewer Stacy Champagne's watching, and he says, what's the opposite of Morley? Leslie, I'll show myself out. You've never heard that one Thank before, you. eh, Moore? But I'm pumped. No, never. That's the first time I've heard that one. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So when are they, listen, when you are know, they going? It's funny. 
But yeah. when, I was, when I was working in Prince Albert, uh, I was doing some some Raider games with Morley Jagger, the legendary Morley Jagger, and they kind of build it as uh, more Morley for your money, Prince Albert Raider hockey. So it was the only guy I ever worked with with the same name. So we didn't go opposites, but we had the same name. What an absolute legend. By the way, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Morley Scott, for those that don't know, was the voice of the Vancouver Giants. And is it 16 or 18 years you did Oilers Color with Rod Phillips? 16. 16 years, right. So I am following Morley. And uh, there's a new, somebody sent me this today that the Red Deer Rebels in this Alberta hub are going to stay in the rink. You probably had heard about this. Yeah, I heard about this weeks ago that the, the players, each one has their own luxury suite and they've set it up almost like a hotel room. We all agree it would be an absolute dream. I'd love to live that way. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that. I'm reading, I'm going, if I'm a 16, 17, 18 year old kid, this is what I want to do. It. I mean, it's only for a short time. It's a 24 game schedule you're only playing on weekends it's the best way to keep you safe uh you got all the amenities they can they can look after the kids so well because you know they got the 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 facilities to cook the meals there uh i think it's a fantastic idea and i bet it's an idea that some other teams might start thinking about now i absolutely think that uh that they will and people some people would pay to live that way so these oh, kids, absolutely. yeah, I hope they don't see it as some sort of sentence or something like that. But what is the vibe in Edmonton? Please give me the Edmonton pulse on hockey returning in general. Clearly they're okay with the NHL playing, but do they feel like he, I ask Morley because in Saskatchewan, it's like if the dub plays, what about junior A? What about triple A midget or U18 now, right? All the other lower levels are upset. Are you hearing anything? Uh, as far as the uh, the lower levels, the, well, we public, know the, WHL. the public, whatever. Yeah. Nobody goes out in public out here, Rod. Come on. It's it's yeah. it's locked down. But no, there is there is a lot of buzz about hockey. And I think it started with the World Juniors. Um, everybody kind of got excited. It was, it was It's a strange buzz, though, because you can't go to the games. You don't get the buzz in the arena. Uh, you know, the streets outside of Rogers Place are dead on game nights. And it's usually a, a hustling, bustling area in the city. So the buzz is completely different, but it is there. People are excited, especially recently with the Oilers winning five of six and starting to get on track. They're excited about the NHL side of things uh across the province the whl is going to get started minor hockey has been a big talk in this town recently because they can't figure out what they're going to do uh alberta health recently kind of changed their uh changed direction and now they're thinking about having just practices uh with teams uh, minor hockey teams going forward for the rest of the year if they can get them back on the ice and it will be socially distanced practices uh there'll be only skill drills no no battle drills no scrimmages no and no uh no contact at all they want to keep everybody separate so minor hockey might get back on the ice as well so uh, we're still waiting to hear about you know rinks uh, leagues like the AJHL and all that but uh, a lot of it uh, last week got canceled and then Alberta Health uh, made a change of plans and now some of it's back on the front burner and they're trying to figure out a way to do it so we could see some hockey at other levels uh, before the snow melts here in Alberta. I apologize I forgot because our restaurants are open 50% capacity gyms are open you know I was talking to our good friend AJ Jakubik the other day and and he's mm-hmm. in Ottawa obviously and he said like absolutely everything's locked down restaurants closed gyms closed and I'm like ah they sorry just, yeah I forgot yeah they just opened up uh, restaurants here starting on uh, just this past Monday and it's up to a I, I don't know what the capacity is it's not very big and you can only go into a restaurant and sit at a table with someone from your own household and you have to show your driver's license and your address when you when you go in and sit down so uh, it's uh, there's not a lot of eating out there's not a lot of buzz about anything uh, it's it's mostly you know just the essential workers are going to work and the only 
time I see people is when I go to the grocery store right now. That's that's about it. Uh, haven't seen much of uh, my family that doesn't live in this house uh, for a couple of months, except for on FaceTime. So it's uh, we're, we're still into the thick of it here in Alberta. Amazing. Two last ones. The Oilers. Uh, I thought there was a chance for them to salvage their season because it is so early, and I think the Senators were the perfect slump buster for them. What do you see uh, for the rest of the way here for the Edmonton Oilers? I think they're they're going to be in the playoffs this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think they're good enough to do that. Uh, they're starting to get some traction now, and we'll see how they can carry it on moving forward. I mean, they had a tough start. They were uh, win one, lose one, win one, lose one for the, the first 10 games or so. But now they've won five of their last six, and they finally got a win streak going. Uh, the Ottawa Senators are kind of the, I guess, the perfect tonic right now for any struggling team. Uh, the Oilers had them four times in 10 days and beat them all four times, uh, twice here and twice in Ottawa. So they're... Uh, uh, they're they're in a much better position now. They're two points back of Montreal for second place in the North, although the Canadians have a couple of games in hand. But they play in Montreal tonight, so they can move into a tie for second place. It's a big game tonight uh, for them to set themselves up to come home for for a homestand and win some games and maybe keep climbing up the standings a little bit. But uh, Canadians are two up. The, the, the Leafs are still in their sights. They're only seven points up, although Toronto's playing really well right now, and they're going to be a, a tough team to catch. You're going to have to beat Toronto to catch them moving forward. Morley, when should we expect the new Edmonton team name to be announced? Uh, they have uh, their website is open to take votes until Sunday. So uh, all over Canada and all over the world, you know, you can you can uh, go to the website and, and vote on team names. Now uh, they're expecting to announce it. Uh, they're saying late March, early April. I'd probably guess it's going to be early April. I think they'd like to have some of the smoke cleared COVID wise, so they can have a big splashy news conference with people in person with with new uniforms and hats and T-shirts and everything because. As they have said often, they, they only get one chance at this and they got to debut it right. So I really expect them to come out of the shoot with all the merchandise ready to sell and everything else ready to go and, and have a big splashy presentation the first time they do. Uh, but it's probably not going to happen until April sometime. Exciting. Again, I can't believe the interest from not just Edmonton, right? It is. Everybody's got an opinion on that. It's great. More great seeing you as always, my friend. Stay safe. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Rod. Always a pleasure. Stay safe, man. The voice of the Edmonton football team, Morley Scott from 630 Ched. Just before we break, the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50 raffle is live. As you see, we have cracked over $100,000 and the funds going to the Kinsman Foundation. The Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. Again, for anybody that's lived in Saskatchewan for any period of their life, they know how important this is. They know someone whose lives have been touched by the Kinsman Foundation, and uh, with COVID, it's thrown a bit of a wrench into things. So they're doing the first ever Telemiracle5050.ca lottery, and we're asking you to purchase your tickets now until Friday, February 26th. That's when the draw will be made, announced just prior to Telethon, uh, Telemiracle 45, the weekend-long telethon on CTV. One ticket, $20, five tickets for 50 20 tickets for $100 or 100 tickets for $250. You have to be 19 years of age or over to purchase tickets and physically in Saskatchewan to help out the Kinsman Telemiracle 45 with a 50-50 lottery. That is telemiracle5050.ca. The Moose is loose. Back in the bunker after this break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, Facebook and YouTube Live, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. And Moose DuPont's here and Andre the Moose. Sports update. The Montreal Canadiens look to bounce back tonight. After losing to the Leafs last night, the Habs host the Edmonton Oilers. Montreal has fallen five points behind the Leafs in the race. For top spot in the Scotia North Division, the Oilers are two points back of the Habs. Big one tonight. Huge. On Sportsnet. The Vancouver Canucks hope home cooking is a cure for what ails them. After losing five in a row on the road, the Canucks are back home tonight to face the Calgary Flames. Vancouver second last in the Scotia North Division, one point behind the Calgary Flames. Playoff rematch for the Toronto Raptors. They're in Boston tonight. Boston beat the Raps in a seven-game Eastern Conference semifinal last year. The Raptors have won five of their past six to get a game below 500. And Canadian golfer Nick Taylor begins his quest to defend his title at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am today. Taylor won last year's tournament in California by four strokes. David Hearn, Michael Gligich, and Roger Sloan are the other Canadians in the field at the PGA Tour event. The sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store, corner of Rochdale and Pasqua, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca, and G2G is going to be providing my lunch today as we stick around and film this weekend's Access Now television RP show edition. Yeah. Shh, it's taped. <laughs> I also found something else out. Okay. As this show goes along, I break into a sweat. We discovered this yesterday, and my earpiece slides out of my ear because of the sweat. It is so bloody hot. But you're telling me today is the last day that that's going to be an issue? One of the last days. I can't promise it'll be the last. That's why I had to hang out in the shade. Under where there's the lights aren't beaming down on me during the last little break. Just a chance to chill for a little bit. Well, and that's the thing. You're not hearing me complaining about how hot it is in here. If you missed it last hour, we had mental strength coach J.B. Spiso on. Longtime Army Ranger in the U.S. Armed Forces. Works with three NHL teams as a mental coach. Were you paying attention to that interview? Like, you're not going to hear me complain. I can put up with a lot. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the heat. Hey, there's a lot worse things going on out there. Oh, yeah. I think everybody should go back and watch that interview from just in terms of dealing with the pandemic. But I'll go back to the viewer board here. Let's start viewer takeover early. What the heck? Let's do it. Everybody wants to talk about this dang Edmonton team name. I don't know where to start. Greg Clevgard says, I wished Edmonton didn't have to be married to that E. Spell check your comments, please. He's saying, I wish they didn't have to be married to that E because they want to keep the logo the same. But he typed did have to be married. That's why I like the Bears. You could just whoop, whoop, same logo, curl curl the end of the E to make it a B. Mandy in Edmonton says there are people who like a name on the list but still know the rest stink. So I have my answer on saving face. What does that mean? Am I misreading these? It's hard in text, right, to understand what people are saying sometimes. Yeah. Patrolman Pete says, Elk is the least 
Worst choice. <laughs> That's a good one. That is good. But these are people all across the country that have an opinion on a football team name. And I'm... That's why it's got to go to a vote. Because nobody's ever going to agree. That's why we have votes. It's a democracy. Yeah. Why would you want Bears or Eagles? There are teams called the Bears or Eagles in pro football. Why would you want to... Like when the Vancouver Giants came out with their name, it was a big splashy thing. Do you remember that? And I'm like, the 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 Giants? Really? There's the San Francisco Giants and the New York Giants. Can you not come up with something that hasn't been thought of before? So to me, the Eagles and Bears are incredibly boring. And maybe I'll save it for my April Fool's joke, because I always got a good one, as you know. Yeah. If they don't name it till April, I think I might prank everybody and say the Shellbrook Elks senior hockey team has trademarked the name Elk and Elks. Suck on that, Edmonton. Wouldn't that be something? It'll be incredible when it happens. Incredible. <laughs> Premier Scott Moe, Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe, played, I'm told, for the Shellbrook Elks. He was a sturdy defenseman on their blue line. I would have no problem believing that. Me either. And Terry Simpson, who would go on to coach the Prince Albert Raiders, Philadelphia Flyers, Winnipeg Jets. He also coached the Shelbrook Elks. So it's not a complete stretch to think that this might happen. I know. From Chris Bird in Toronto, I don't know how Edmonton could pitch, sorry, could ditch that EE logo. It has been around for as long as I can remember. And I'm no teenager. You know, I tried to stay on point today and talk about teams grading, sorry, fans grading their teams in free agency. And I just feel like they're not having it. Hey? I know. It's not really into it. No, not. (laughs) And then this sidetracks it a little even more. That's fine. That they want to talk about the team name. I know. Um, Crazy. Crazy. But I know Wayne's asking if it's only the fan choice. No. I mean... The team has to decide. The team has to say. The team has to say, trust me, if we do a Reddit thing, take over the market, and we all decide that the team name's going to be Evergolds, you think they're going to keep that? No chance. (laughs) The team has to approve it. The team has to approve it. Sort of like Jerry Jones and the Cowboys hype video. Jerry, did you hear the latest on that, by the way? The latest with the Dallas Cowboys leaving Dak Prescott out of their 2021 hype video? No. Team spokesman said it was an oversight. They accidentally forgot to put in the oh. franchise's highest-paid player on the team. Right. That would be like the Rough Riders forgetting to put Cody Fajardo in their hype video for 2021. It's like forgetting to pick your kid up from soccer to sit in the rain. <laughs> it was an oversight. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Trenton Norway's watching and says, Hi, Ricky the Iguana. There he is. He's been popping his head out all day. Prairie dogging, as some would say. <laughs> Caesar says, where did Empire go in the mix? The uh, president of the Edmonton football team has determined that that it is racist or, sorry, brings up negative connotations, the term Empire. Don't blame me. But I will will expect the name of the Empire State Building to be changed because I'm offended. Fair? Kind of. I mean, I'm actually not. I know. It's that line of thinking. For sure. Stand up, for God's sakes. 
Sid in Vancouver from the 604 says, Lions D, a D, not defense, a D on the scoreboard, on the score sheet. Ooh. Going to give up 200 yards rushing a game. Brutal. I'm going to, Clark. Hang on. Thank you. Clark, tell him, let's break. Thanks for the reminder. Overtime's next, okay? And we'll face off, too. Tell us what you want us to face off about. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, Facebook, and YouTube Live. And listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back for overtime, everybody. Holy smokes, are we having fun here today, as always. And I look up, and the, the board just went... It's full. Uh, Mandy in Edmonton says, where did Rod watch the Super Bowl? Didn't we all watch it at home? Weren't we all supposed to watch at home? Regarding the Edmonton team name thing, can you tell our viewers what you've unearthed with regards to these social media accounts? This isn't going to be easy No, for it's the not. Edmonton football team. My early suggestion was you better start getting used to Evergolds or Evergreens. <laughs> the Ever- can you imagine? Because it won't be the Elk. Well, so, now... Maybe somebody has gone ahead and swapped up the names EdmontonElks.com, Edmonton. Well, the Elks Club in Edmonton has EdmontonElks.com <laughs> on lockdown. A bunch of great guys. But somebody else owns the domain names EdmontonElk.com, EdmontonElk.ca, and EdmontonElks.ca. Those all lead to a, you know, redirect to a Twitter account with a bogus logo, and it's clearly. Somebody not in the Edmonton Football Club organization that owns that. So unless they're willing to pay big money, it won't be the Edmonton Elk. And Edmonton Eagles is a hockey league in uh, a series of hockey teams in Edmonton. So those domain names are gone. Jennifer Illingworth says that would have been great. The E team walking out to the Imperial March if it was Empire. Dun. Dun, da, da, dun, oh da, dun, da, da. Can't do it. It's offensive. Oh, they wouldn't run out. They'd walk. The intimidating, when the tunnel breaks, they'd walk. Cool. From Richard Allender, he's watching in, is it Oklahoma or Boston, Richard? Anyways, he says Ewoks, Edgelords, Elderberrymen, Efficiency, Eruption, etc. All better names than we've seen. Now, I know. If it's not the elk, I'm going to have a problem with this. Did he suggest the Edmonton, et cetera? <laughs> did he actually? <laughs> he, he did. Travis Rosebrook says, I don't buy any of this CFL news until Randy Ambrosi announces how the CFL is playing without fans. I don't want to be pessimistic, but if the CFL owners didn't want to put up the dough to play last year without fans, then what has changed? I believe they're going to play. From what I'm hearing internally, stadiums are being set up to play without fans that look similar to NFL stadiums. They, ha- they, they have to play, but it's not my news to break. It's the CFLs. I'm just moving forward, expecting the CFL to play in 2021. The face-off is brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone and the Mad Greek Restaurant. The face-off is going to be who won free agency in the CFL. It ain't over yet, but who is winning, Okay. 
I'm going to say the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and here's why. They already had the big pieces that they had locked down. They've got a quarterback. They've got the receiving group. They've got a great running back. Their old line's been augmented by the addition of Evan Johnson. Linebackers still tinkering there. They've got guys in the secondary that can potentially be moved up into linebacker spots. They've got all the pieces there. They went out and got two of the top five names on my list in free agency, Larry Dean and Micah Johnson. Saskatchewan Rough Riders winning free agency, y'all. You? Toronto Argonauts. What? They're my favorite for the Great Cup. And what? Yeah, the, the Argos are. You know, with Charleston coming in, that completely, completely changes the look of their defense. And now you've got pressure. You know you're getting pressure off the edge, and you're going to get pressure regardless. So that allows you to potentially keep four linebackers in coverage, right? And not be forced to bring extra bodies in. They've got tons of weapons. And at quarterback, Nick Arbuck is ready to take the step, but we keep forgetting about Macbeth. Well, he's not signed yet. No, but he's there as an option, and a good one too. So Macbeth is absolutely capable. I, I love where the Argos are at. Toronto, Saskatchewan, Grey Cup? Absolutely. I had a dream. Did I mention it on the air that the Riders beat Montreal 41-3 to in the Grey Cup? Whoa. Yeah, I had, did I not tell you Yeah, that? I think you did. I That's had right. a dream. Saskatchewan beat Montreal 41-3 to in the Grey Cup. It was an historic stomping. The UFZ is your one-stop shop for the sports fan on your list. Memorabilia, collectibles, licensed team apparel, and more. Visit the Man Cave, downtown Moose Jaw, or find them on Facebook and Instagram at Ultimate Fans on Moose Jaw and the Mad Greek in Moose Jaw. Mm. Available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery. Authentic Greek cuisine. Head to themadgreekeatery.com. You're going to be ordering out anyways, right? They deliver. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing, Moose Jaw. Order from the Mad Greek. And they all uh, deliver rurally, too. Prairie Mobile text line from the 780. John in Edmonton says the Edmonton CFL franchise went so far as to trademark the name Edmonton Empire in 2018. While the term empire brings its own negative connotations, especially considering one of the main concerns over the word Eskimos, it's a throwback to the area of imperialism. Okay, thanks, John, wherever you cut and pasted that from. It's called being prisoners of the past. I don't condone it or encourage it. Rose Henry in Edmonton's watching. She says, I agree with Darren. They are stacked in Toronto. Didn't take long with Murph, did it? Doesn't. You know, you can find talent and know how to bring people in. It's a super skill. From Jamie in Halifax, Torts will be fired before Line A gets traded. Coaches are hired to be fired. Some speculate, though, who cover the jackets that Line A will be traded before Torts gets the boot. Who knows? I'm on the Leafs wagon. That's from Jamie in Halifax. That's good. Tomorrow, it's a Flame Tech Football Friday, so we are going to get down on the Canadian Football League free agency situation. You're going to bring in all your comments. Maybe by tomorrow, you'll be interested and want to talk about a grade for your CFL team and free agency. Still a lot of teams out there. So, or maybe we'll just talk more about the Edmonton team name. Now people are writing in with their comments. It's too late. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern, 11 Central, right here on the Game Plus TV network. Thanks, Moose. Thank you. And Andre. And for the entire crew, stay warm, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow at noon. I never told you to shut up. Well, a couple times. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.